This is Future Mana letting you know that you can watch the live demo that Alyssa did of Biodynamic Resonance through the link in the description of this podcast. You're listening to The Real Witches of the End Times, transmissions straight from the underworld. Doom Witches, Blood Wizards, Underworld Accountants, and Cloud People. Welcome back to the Real Witches of the End Times podcast. I'm your host, Mana Aelin, aka Moth Mana, and this is a really weird episode for me because I'm looking at the person I'm interviewing in person, and that is odd. <laughs> eye to eye, or eyes to eyes. We are not uh, one eyed humans. Yeah, we're three eyed humans. Three eyed, yes, at least. <laughs> that I know of. Three that I know of. So far. Yeah. I mean, they just discovered new lymph nodes in the body. So. Did you know that? No, I did not know that. Yeah, they were like, we only have this many lymph nodes in the body. And then they found two more. Now they're like, now we only have this many lymph nodes yeah. in the body. And that's a fact. And so. Yeah, that sounds like a fact. It sounds like we should just end it here. That's as many lymph nodes as we <laughs> are allowed forever. That's it. Yeah, it's that classic, like, this is the limit to reality until it's not. Yeah. New information. This is where we stop. <laughs> this is uh, this is my new roommate, housemate. Um, I don't know. What what is the fancy word for that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna come up with something great, and I have nothing great to say. I was trying to think of in threes because I think we discussed earlier that things in threes just are better. Yeah, they are. They are much better. Well, uh, this is my new roommate, but we've been friends for a while. We met a year ago. She's been on the podcast before. This is Alyssa Mizozo, and she is also a mermaid. I am definitely a mermaid. And also, back because, you know, you all requested it over and over again. I kept getting so many DMs. (laughs) When are you coming back on the podcast? We really miss your voice. And so here I am. I'm back, finally, you know, for the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all the extra sounds in the room are all of Alyssa's cats. Yes, all of them. At least two, but maybe four. Both of her cats that are in this room look the same. And the first few days I was here, I thought they just, I don't know, I just confused them for the same cat. Yeah. So the cool thing about that is if I ever move anywhere that says that I can only have one cat, you know, I only have one cat. I just have to be like a little strategic about it. Well, I love them. And I also love the type of healing modality that you do, which is called biodynamic resonance, which you talked about on the last podcast, but since then have really grown into doing a whole other thing with sigils Mm -hmm. and stones and earrings and all of them together. And it's really cool. And I literally don't know anyone else who does it. And when I first met you, I had never heard of biodynamic resonance before. And in the year past, you are still the only person I know who does it. (laughs) Yeah, it is. I mean, I think anyone who has listened to the podcast and has heard the episode knows it kind of found me. Um, Besides all the people that I went to class with and learned it with, uh, don't really know anyone who does this. And explaining it sometimes is, is interesting. It's like, where do I actually start? Do I start about like 
the healing part, or should I just, like, start right off the bat and say, like, yeah, I carry around a little suitcase of vials filled with water, and no, I don't pour them on you. Um, <laughs> and you don't drink them either. <laughs> That's what I thought at first when you pulled them out. I was like, these are, like, little poison vials. Yep. I just put, I, that's how I heal. I use, I just give you a little vial of poison and then you decide whether you trust me or not. I trust yeah. her. Yes. That's, um, well, that's on you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I guess to, to give a quick summary for anyone who hasn't heard the other episode or who has forgotten because, you know, there's been an episode every single week and maybe you haven't thought about it in a while. What biodynamic resonance is, is these uh, small little vials of water and water holds memory. So each one has a has a specific uh, vibration or program in it. So it ranges anywhere from like the, the simple, what they call the simple um, harmonization vials, which hold the vibration of specific substances, uh, which can harmonize your energetic vibration to different things that you might be allergic to nuts or gluten or dairy or grass things like that to something that um man and i were talking about all the way to one called disaster psychology release which can work with your psyche and uh you know we're all kind of freaking out during these times in our own ways whether it's being stuck in the house or thinking that everything is potentially ending forever you know it just eases eases the like central nervous system and emotional reactions around that so very wide range of what can be done and it's kind of i guess i think that's a pretty short quick summary and then the the whole goal is to essentially give you space. So if you're running a ton of programs, if you're running the I am allergic to cheese program and the I am scared of of everything that's happening outside and also I don't think I'm worthy and also, you know, I have all these other things that my parents told me I had to keep in my mind at all times. I'm going to run those programs too. You don't really have space for new things to come in. And so what the point here is that these vibrations will reteach your energetic field how to run more efficiently so that you have space for way cooler programs to run like you know a skydiving program or a quitting your job program or something cool like that (laughs) what i loved about these two is they're kind of divination in their own way because everyone can't see these and so i'll do what i did last time which is post a picture of what these vials look like and you use what is it called the muscle testing I think it's called kinesiology um, or something like that. (laughs) That that was a really, like, specific word for me to say, I think it's called. (laughs) But, yeah, it's I just call it muscle testing. And um, it's like using your body as a pendulum. So you kind of just, like, program your body to give you reliable answers. And then you can use that. So I, there's different ways to do it, but the one that I use specifically is like holding my fingers in a ring shape together. And I've programmed my body to like, uh, the ring to break open when I, I will like count out. So I have these, like Banna said, you can't see them, but they're in these little briefcases and they're all in rows and I'll just count out what number row, what number on the row I need. And then my fingers will break when it's the one I need. And it's always it's always the right one, which is the cool thing. Mm-hmm. And it's totally understandable to be skeptical of this too, because it's such a different thing than a lot of us are used to. But what always amazes me for even the stories that Alyssa shared about people who don't 
maybe want to believe that yeah. something's happening. When the vials come up, Alyssa cannot see the labels and they get put back in differently. It's a type of divination in and of itself that brings up all these personal things for people that maybe they haven't talking about. There's no way Alyssa should know about. And they all, even just bringing them up is healing in its own way. And then, of course, bringing it into your energetic space. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. So I know for myself, if it wasn't brought to me in the way it was, I'd probably be like, yeah, I don't that's some cool shit question mark but because of the way that it happened it was like I I didn't really get a chance to even question whether or not it worked because it just completely shifted my life and then as I've worked with more and more people um and gotten feedback and just like seen the results it's really hard even though a part of me always remains skeptical of everything it's really hard for me to to convince myself that what I'm doing isn't real and helpful and like, you know, making a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is, was it created by chiropractors? Yeah, I know. Um, I, there was an original modality called um, total body modification. And I think that includes a few other techniques, but I, I believe that was created by a chiropractor. And then a couple people who were practitioners of that had this idea that they could I guess do it better and I mean based on my chiropractor's feedback they are much much better and the, the um, programs are more powerful so yeah the chiropractors are doing some really awesome shit underground and I mean they're pretty they're pretty like not secretive but they don't um, want any anyone like Airbnb or anything like that having their information or they're they're definitely more off the internet than I am because I think that, like, if they were to, you know, say, like, I'm a chiropractor and also I heal people with water vials, people might be like, hmm, interesting. I'm going to look into that and then probably not come back, um, <laughs> depending on the person. But, yeah, chiropractors. Long story short. <laughs> and you are an engineer. I am, yes, engineer by day, mermaid slash I don't like to call myself like a healer it's almost like a like a like I'm like a programmer I'm like programming your energetic fields and also I make jewelry and I'm a professional pull-upper I do a lot of pull-ups she does I actually moved here started doing pull-ups again and immediately got tendonitis in both of my wrists (laughs) which I only slightly take responsibility for (laughs) actually I'm going to get acupuncture done on my wrist tomorrow because it's like so weird. Like I, I've had tendonitis in my legs before, um, in my shins as well, but it just immediately, since I've been here and this is apparently we had a discussion in the house too, apparently everyone has tendonitis in different spots. Tendonitis house. We might need to, um, if anyone knows any specific banishing rituals for the tendonitis spirit, um, you know, I have lived with that spirit for long enough, and I would like it to leave my home now. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I can go to someone else's house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for it to move on. So with your jewelry that you've been making, too, you have incorporated the vials yes. with that process, which is so cool. Yeah, so um, I, I feel like no one told me that I couldn't do these things, and when... I went to the um, the training, so they, there was like several weekend long trainings. They the way that they taught it was like, hey, these are the programs, and like 
this is how you do all of, like the safety measures, like check to make sure people have space for healing and, and make sure everything is optimized to the system. And other than that, like kind of have free reign. You use them in your practice as you see fit. So there are um, like massage therapists and stuff who will check in to see what vials their client might need and like put them in a bag under the massage table and stuff like that. But for me, I do the, the what I would call like the basic session where I'm just like, pulling the vials and programming a field, but I also work with them and create um, sigils out of the programs for the person. Like I'll set the intention uh, that that I pull like so many vials for like either a specific reason or just for general and see what comes up and then I'll go into meditation and I'll I'll bring them with me and they, they almost show up as little people and I talk to them and we um, I will program the sigil to be like really specific for the person and only as much of the program as going to be in their highest and best like in that moment and then I've also incorporated that into pieces of jewelry where I will go into the meditation with the sigil and the jewelry again the jewelry ends up kind of being a person (laughs) in my meditation. Um, But I ask that jewelry to hold the um, energetic frequency as well. So they all come together in one big happy family. Yeah, it's really cool. I love that, again, it's the whole triad thing. Mm -hmm. So you've created like this triangle. People can't, I'm holding up a triangle. I'm also holding up a triangle. (laughs) Please hold up a triangle at this moment if you would like to feel connected to us. Because um, you sent me earrings. You, you, one of the first, when you first started doing this, yeah. you did, you created a sigil for me. Mm-hmm. And there's three vials. I forget which ones they are, but I still have the card in my room. Mm-hmm. And, and I have them in the book. <laughs> yeah. And you have a really organized notebook of all yeah. the ones you've done. The only organized thing in my life is my notebook of sigils that, like, I put every sigil with all the programs and, like, who they're for and the date and everything. And the rest of my notebooks and my life is just, like, a scattered mess. <laughs> you were uh, cleaning your jewelry space for the first time yesterday. I am. I'm feeling motivated now that I don't just live by myself and my cats. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's good. But, um, yeah, I think I I had the idea brought to me as I was, I was like, talking to my guides one morning. Because I, I get bored easily. So, you know, like, I really like what I do. And I love talking to new people. And seeing how the vials come up. But I want to do more. There are different things that I wanted to do with them. And so I was told, like, hey, this, you know, you can program sigils. And then I know there are, there's definitely jewelry out there that has intention and, like, specific meaning, especially with the crystal. Um, Like, there's always an associated meaning. But, yeah, I just decided, okay, I'm just going to see what happens if I try to take all these programs and put them into a piece of jewelry and then I picked a few friends to send them to so that I could get over my imposter syndrome and you know get some compliments and (laughs) and if they didn't like it then I wouldn't be really embarrassed that a stranger out there now has this like impression of me as like someone who makes jewelry that they don't like it's my friends and they'd be like yeah you know it's it's great and then they never wear it which is fine I can handle that can handle my friends not liking something that I do, but a, a stranger having that first opinion, maybe not. But yeah, so made Mana some earrings, sent them to her, and apparently they resonated because I see her wear them all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm really picky with my earrings. I have like three pairs that I wear, and those are one of them. And they have, I think it's tiger's eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like those. And I've seen other people wear them too. Yeah, including myself. Sometimes I'm like... You wear yeah. your earrings almost every day. 
I don't wear earrings that I don't make. <laughs> so when I'm out in public and people ask about them, I can be like, oh yeah, I made them. Here's my website. <laughs> it's free marketing. It really is. Yeah. I mean, I'm making merch and I can't wait to wear my own merch. Oh yeah. I can't wait to wear your merch. We have a special surprise merch that I told Alyssa about in the hallway the other day. Yeah. That is hilarious. And um, I can't wait for that one. Too. I will model it for free too. too. Great. Yeah. That's absolutely great. In any position you need me in. <laughs> it's like 9 p.m. It's not that late. What's happening? I think this is just who I am as a person. <laughs> Alyssa and I have weird similarities in our chart so i'm a capricorn sun but she's a capricorn rising no i'm not a capricorn no. rising i'm a capricorn everything else oh yeah okay. <laughs> yeah uh i think like a mercury mars um what else am i i don't know there's a bunch in there there's a bunch of capricorn in there but i am um a aquarius sun and you have a bunch of aquarius mm-hmm. in your chart and then we're both Gemini risings and Scorpio moons. Yes, that's it. That's the one. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. There's so many Gemini risings we've become friends with, and then, or air risings in general. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My whole household of air risings. Yeah. That's, it's it's pretty funny. This We're very talkative. Yeah. It never stops. Like, <laughs> it's really, really hard for me to end a conversation. Like, I don't know what the correct, like, ending is. <laughs> and also, once I end it, if I have something else to say... I'll just immediately start it. Like, I won't hesitate. So it's really... I feel like the only time that it's easy for me to stop talking is if I'm asleep. (laughs) I feel like airy people, our entire life is one long conversation that never ends. Yeah, it really is. And it's, like, ongoing in the head as well. Mm -hmm. So it's just, like, as soon as you wake up in the morning... Well, at least least for me, it'll be, like, immediately starting to talk about in my head what happened the previous day and like just start the day like blah 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 mm-hmm. non-stop I need more earth in my life for sure so it's good that you have a little bit more earth but I wouldn't guess it though <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you watched me do my day job you would realize that I use it all up there okay yeah and then I come out and then I come <laughs> out of out of my home office I'm, I'm working I'm half working from home right now and half working at like the lab and the manufacturing plants and so as soon as I like hold my ground and like run a good meeting I'll come out and be like do what am I doing um uh, where's my water where's my phone just like all airy <laughs> and then I'll go back in and be like um just kind of like boss bitch attitude holding down the floor but I can't I can't maintain it for super long <laughs> Yeah, we all love activities, too. Yep. And I I mean, the house I lived before was we all like doing things as well. But this is like a, a whole other level, like the level of like fitness in this house. <laughs> yeah, I just have a bunch of kettlebells lined up in my living room and like <laughs> like foam rollers and like different rolling things. And then there's a pull up bar that you have to walk under to get anywhere to go to the bathroom to get to the kitchen and like the rule is unless you have unless your tendonitis is acting up that day you have to do pull-ups <laughs> as you walk under it and i've come to recognize people's like pull-up noises so, <laughs> so i was taking a shower and i got out and then i just heard like this like the straining slight strain of metal and then like that 
like, Heavy Alyssa, breathing. are you on the pull-up bar? She's like, yeah. And the same thing happened with someone else who's here all the time. And it's just, I just know. <laughs> yep. Specific pull-up sounds. That's how we are identified now in this home, by our pull-up sounds. This is how we ground. Otherwise, we would float away forever. I, yeah, I definitely would float away. There was a day where my, um, so I meditate in the shower every day as I'm like getting ready for the day and like I prepare my little bubble of, I don't know, whatever I need that day to make sure that no one attacks my energy. And, you know, one day my, my guides were like, don't, don't ground, don't ground. And a lot of messed up stuff happened at work that day, but I was so disconnected from the earth that I was like, well... This is probably bad, but, you know, woo, floating. And then I think later on in the day, uh, like, both you and my boyfriend had noticed, like, how weird and airy I was. And I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't, I, I wasn't told not to ground this morning. I'm going to go do that so I can come back to the earth. Yeah. It's cool that you have that practice, like, just in, at the beginning of your day in the shower. Yeah. Because I think sometimes, I've said this before, there's, you know, that pressure of you got to sit down and meditate at your altar for 30 minutes yeah. every single morning. And that's awesome if that works for you, but that doesn't work for everyone. Mm-mm. I am not, a, I am, I am a creature of habit and I do have the things that I do pretty much every day. But if someone told me that I had to do them at a specific time every day, I would be like, yeah, I'm not doing them now because I don't do routine in that way. Like mm-hmm. I don't do like like wake up at a specific time and do this this and this and this um which I think actually some of my family members have like a very specific morning routine and when I think about it I like internally scream (laughs) but I know when I get into the shower I get that little call like from my guides like all right like stand facing a specific way like call us in we're going in we're doing the thing and it's like you know five to ten minutes in the shower and not to say that I might not drop in at a different point of the day but that that's like a nice anchoring practice for me totally yeah i found something about water is really grounding mm-hmm. isn't that it's like it sounds weird to say but i feel like the most safe yeah in water yeah for sure and it is um there are days when because i i have a very visual practice so there are days when i imagine grounding myself into the earth but there's often times where I'm like I just am swimming underwater and kind of like connect myself in in that way so I definitely agree with that I actually was going into the ocean um up until it got to below 50 degrees in the water and below 30 degrees outside (laughs) and then I decided that I was done doing that for a bit um but as soon as it gets slightly warm out I'm going back in the ocean well, we're doing that in like two weeks, regardless of what. Yeah, we are going into the ocean in two weeks. Yeah, they they canceled all of the like polar plunge type activities here and rescheduled a bunch of them to be um, like closer to the springtime. So there's one coming up very soon that's like a big obstacle course, and we are jumping into the bay. So I'm very excited about that. Yeah, I found out about this via group chat. Just saying what appointment are we doing (laughs) (laughs) yeah I I just assumed that would be something you're into yeah I'm excited yeah I like when people suggest things to me they're outside my comfort zone and then I have to make a tiny level of like social commitment to it because then I'll do it out of spite to myself (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'm gonna you're going out in public you're doing this thing I'm going out to our by appointment polar plunge yeah (laughs) Or else I've wasted my money. Yeah. 
I have to do it. And then to like, I don't know. I have like this big ego when it comes to myself. Mm-hmm. Like I, even earlier today, I was, I'm trying to do this new thing. I'm trying to get my splits back and I'm doing these specific stretches for one minute every mm-hmm. single day. So it's like six minutes, but I ended up doing it twice today for no reason. Yeah. Um, but there was one point where it was like, I can go 10 seconds more than a minute. And I was staring there. I'm like, I hate this so much, but I have to do this extra 10 seconds for no God-given reason. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's well, I mean, if you consider yourself a God, there is some reason, but... <laughs> um, I think I'm going to call the episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny as you say that because, so I did gymnastics growing up my whole life, and we used to have to do partner stretches and I always so I did it with my sister and when we did splits she would always push me down so much depending on whether or not I wore like her t-shirt that day without asking would be how hard I would be pressed down in my stretch (laughs) that's a good motivator yeah don't wear your sister's clothes (laughs) if you if you want to walk tomorrow well I think we did a Patreon episode and we talked a little bit about some of the paranormal stuff that was local, but have you had anything recent happen that you wanted to mention? I So I live in my um, grandparents' old house, so sometimes they will yell at me to wake up just because they think it's funny and amusing, and sometimes, occasionally, they will play the piano downstairs, but in general... Nothing out of the ordinary. Did I tell you about something that we that came up? Or no, I was okay. like, I was wondering if you were out thinking there. Of, a, of a specific thing because I'm like, did I mention something? <laughs> like, recently? is Amanda baiting me and yeah. I'm not understanding what's happening? <laughs> no, no, I think because I mean, there's like the normal, like I don't know, there's like cemeteries and graveyards everywhere, and there's a lot of battles and like Native American massacres, which is pretty horrible but there's a lot of energy in the state of Rhode Island so I can definitely sense and feel that um my mom works at a school that she like constantly needs to be clearing her her like um classroom space because it's it's like right on the place of of, I think like a, a pretty large battle so I don't know nothing out of the ordinary but my ordinary is probably like pretty far outside the norm (laughs) yeah we were um having a conversation yesterday and it was someone mentioned that they just appreciate the way that we just talk about things that this is just the way they are yeah it is it really is the way it is i guess i mean in general you know like i did um not not that this is necessarily paranormal but I created an altar to Jupiter and I came out of my meditation and it was really fast and we were talking and I was like yeah it was pretty brief they just told me like check in a couple days a week I have to bring them an offering you know like Mm -hmm. every time and you're like oh cool yeah (laughs) yeah they got out of the shower and was like how'd it go yeah like normal normal I think that's when you were doing pull-ups oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) I know like something about Jupiter just really really makes me want to get my swole on yeah I think Jupiter is a pretty buff planet it's pretty big oh yeah very daddy not like Saturn daddy but a (laughs) different daddy (laughs) 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 um yeah I feel like I'm not even gonna get into this conversation. What? I was gonna start bringing BDSM into 
what types of daddies I thought the planets were, but I think no, please keep going. Please keep going. What? Where was that going? I was gonna say like I think Saturn is kind of a mean dom, right? Like really violent with the way that they they punish you, you know. But you like it secretly deep down. Mm -hmm. But Jupiter is more of like. I don't know if it would necessarily be like a dom, but definitely like like a pretty like strong masculine figure that probably would enjoy you calling them daddy in bed, but not in a way that they would like tie you up and be like, bitch, call me daddy. Got <laughs> That's you. That's Saturn. more Saturn. Okay. Yeah. So one thing that I was interested in trying for the podcast is a collective healing and i asked Alyssa if she thought that would be possible and if she would like to give her thoughts yes so i it's i briefly mentioned before how um these were given to me and it was kind of like hey this is how we do it but do it you know to whatever whatever fit it into your practice and because it is something that i mean not a lot of people do there's not too much collective limits placed on it so per what I believe is that a lot of things that we like can and can't do is like, you know, based on our own limiting beliefs, but also based on the limiting beliefs of society, right? So it's hard. It can be difficult for you to convince yourself of a thing that everyone else believes is untrue. But if you just have this completely new thing where no one, no one has this energetic, like, can't do that, uh, working against your, yes, I can do that. You just have more free reign. So I have done a lot of experimentation with what what types of in, intentions I can hold with these and I think if I can if I can put into at least like um I'd like to put it into words but if I can at least put it into like an energetic um like feeling or what I want it to encompass my intention then I can hold the intention so you know told Mana well I can I can hold the intention of any person who listens to this podcast in the past, present, or future who gives permission verbally out loud or in their mind will get the effects of the healing. And I was like, yeah, I have no problem holding that intention. That seems believable to me because no one's telling me I can't. (laughs) Yeah. So Alyssa's going to do a collective healing here and she's going to be doing the muscle testing and moving the vials and... I am having the idea right now that maybe I could video your hands. Yeah, most definitely. I don't know. I don't know where. Yeah. You can probably put, I don't know. I'll figure out a place to put this, but I'll have it so people can see what it looks like when she does this. Yeah. So. All right. So that's the intention. Okay. So I'm just going to take a sec to connect in before I did, but I'm just calling in. Y'all, yeah, there's a lot of people listening to your podcast because I can see all of the higher selves because that's who I usually work with, just standing in one big circle. So no fighting. Um, And we're going to do with what is priority. So that means um, as with any reading or anything else, take what resonates, leave the rest. It might be applicable to you now, might be applicable to you later, might not be applicable to you at all. And any of the above are all very valid. So, okay, so. Cool. All right, so the first one that came up is the Anxiety Antidote Program. So that one is uh, pretty straightforward. It's for 
I mean, if you're having anxiety in this very moment or if you generally have anxiety, it just takes it down a notch. Um, just gonna put this on my lip. Um, and then I don't know how much of my hands mana is filming, but if for whoever sees the video, there are specific um, hand motions that I'm doing outside of the muscle testing. And what I'm doing is checking in to see if there's space to work. Um, and then there will be times where I'm optimizing it. Okay, so complete digestive metabolism program. So what this does is if your digestive system is not working to an optimal level, it will uh, turn on all the mechanisms to get it, to get your digestion going in a more efficient and comfortable way. Okay, so that's going to be optimized. Yeah, so when I do this in person, I can specifically touch the person in the places that I am, like, in my mind. I have I have all of your collective energy into one being, um, but it's a they. <laughs> I'm checking the spots on that purple <laughs> being. Okay. All right, so... All right, so this one is a good one. Um... It's called the reinstall intuition program. It's almost like the, it's like when you call IT and they ask you just like to turn your computer off and then on again and then it magically works. It's like that reset button. So for any of you who have had trouble uh, sort of tapping in or if your intuition has been a little cloudy or, you know, if you've just been wanting kind of an upgrade to access like that deep inner knowing that we all have, this one is a good one for that. Okay, this one has been coming up for a few people this week and I think it's it's a really good one. So it's called the Abuse Us, Interrupt Us program and what it does is for any of any people who have been um, through abusive situations in their life, whether it's it was a parent, a grandparent, a relationship, a friend, um, it reprograms the part of you that believes that you deserved that. So... There are, there are some vials where you can get pretty, like, real and pretty deep, and um, this is one of them when it comes up. I, I do like to say that, you know, no one deserves any abuse, and everyone deserves to have a voice, and it's important that all parts of you know that, so a uh, part of you and a part of a lot of us still exists in um, places of trauma and places of uh, non-deserving um, of being treated well and we everyone deserves to be treated well um so this just helps energetically uh take that and I almost think of it as like an like that little version that um that inner child version and and gives them more reassurance that they did not deserve the abuse so it helps you then not take abuse in your now moment where um you will recognize it more when people are doing abusive things um or things that are that can be considered abuse and then there are two different ways that programs can optimize, um, can either optimize to your uh, system, which I think of as like the external optimization where you may see changes kind of um, on the external. And then there's the um, optimization to self. So that one is more of an internal change. And that is what these two programs want to optimize to. So I'm going to do that. 
Wow, that one felt pretty heavy. Um, okay, so when I'm doing um, the vials, often I'll check. So I'll check if there's space to work. And then after I optimize programs, I'll check after that if there's space to work. Sometimes the programs like to run alone um, as if you were just to like, I guess, pull a couple of cards and get a message. And then sometimes they like to run in layers. So what's happening now, it's called a doorway. So now that we have um, worked on these two programs, there's something underneath there that wants to be addressed. Oh, <laughs> this is really funny. Um, okay, so there there is a whole set of programs called the Your Vials, and that's like your muscles, your mucous membranes, and what it helps is those parts of you um, like operate in harmony with each other. And there is a vial called Your Vaccines where it helps. <laughs> it's um, it takes like any reaction that you've had to vaccines and tries to like harmonize and optimize your energetic field to like balance out any of those negative effects. So um, pretty spot on to where we are at in general as a collective. <laughs> Especially for a collective, wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and that one's being optimized. okay so that was the final one so that was pretty pretty interesting um that that ran after the anxiety antidote one ran mm -hmm. which seems pretty pretty connected so um really grateful for this opportunity to be able to work with whomever's energy has given permission um because i think this was actually it's going to be beneficial on a collective um in general so I'm just gonna save my work okay all right so that was really cool thank you for giving me that opportunity mana yeah that was amazing and I just took a video of that I don't know where I'm gonna put it yet but I might at the beginning of the podcast of the post-production have said so this is past mana reminding editing mana to have post-production mana put something at the beginning this is this is Alyssa saying that you have my permission to post it wherever you need to thank you <laughs> <laughs> wow um it's funny because we've been talking about that vaccine one yeah mm -hmm. yeah I have been talking about it and um I just think that the the wide range of what can be done with this modality uh brings me joy it just mm -hmm. brings me joy i like that i have access to it i like that um i can bring it to people i like that i have it for myself selfishly like if i'm feeling super off there is i think i spoke about this in the last one there's a depossession vial um and sometimes when i'm feeling super off i'm like i gotta go into the vials and see if this is running and a lot of times it is and it's been really helpful to just get my energy back to where i can function mm -hmm. and the depossession vial isn't like literal possession no 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 so it's more just um if you if you spend time with people in your life who who like for me there are certain family members that i spend time with where like i'll start adopting their their like um thought processes and i'll start really feeling like maybe i'm crazy like maybe what i'm doing isn't right um 
And it's just because there are really strong chords to these people and I accept their truth as my truth. And so then I'm like possessed by their, by thought forms almost, um, mm-hmm. or like ideas. So mm-hmm. it's, it's that kind of thing. It's like you're possessed potentially by thought forms or like energies. Um, it's not this, I mean, I'm sure it could be used for, for depossession of, of some greater type, but that's not, uh, my, has been not my experience with it. It's more on a smaller level of like being sort of just having someone else's energy in your space without you realizing it's not yours and then you adopt it as your own. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously these aren't medical trial vials or anything like that but Mm. the effects that like it has like I remember one of the first ones you ever did for me I think something came up about gluten yeah like way like back in summer of last year yeah and then I found out like a month and a half ago that I am probably actually celiac yep (laughs) it is they they um actually do I don't know what specific R&D they do, but I know they don't release the vials until they do a bunch of R&D. Whatever that looks like, I'm definitely trying to get pl- closer to these people and do more training so that I can like get more intel. But um, <laughs> not for any other reason than I love what they do and I think it's awesome and amazing and I, I would love to be able to like give more information about the modality to people mm-hmm. who are interested. But um, totally lost my train of thought. That's okay. And you're rising. That's not you're rising, <laughs> totally. I was going to bring up too, because uh, this is the first day back for me doing readings. I took a couple weeks off because mm-hmm. I was moving. And we were talking in the kitchen earlier. It was mm-hmm. before I had any, I had three today. And I was mentioning how oftentimes, like our day-to-day experiences or when we talk about stuff, then they'll just pop up in sessions later on. Yep. And that, so that just happened with the, the vaccine vial. And then... Uh, we were talking about, I think you'd ask me or something about things that pop up like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I did ask you because that happens to me a lot in, in this practice, I think. Um, so there'll be almost like, um, so there, okay. So there's two different ones. So, or two different like specific ways that I'm thinking of this that has popped up in my life. So sometimes it'll just be like the same few vials coming up for people over like a two week period of time. But other times it's like very specific instances where there was one where like all of my sessions in a week or like at least, at least like three to four of them, people were grieving the loss of their dogs in a specific file. I think it's called cavitation programs, which works with there being like a big, what feels like a big empty space in your life. Um, and it helps like work with that. And every single person that that came up for was like, oh yeah, I lost my dog like one month ago or three months ago or nine months ago. Um, and it was a few months since I had put my dog down and it almost felt like a message for me to spend time to, to grieve her loss. So it is like, it's like a super layered divination. Mm-hmm. It's like your life is a divination for other people who are divination for what you need to do. It's like (laughs) we're all oracles for each other. Absolutely. Yeah, I was explaining to Alyssa, I've said this in the podcast before, but uh, one of my old roommates had this thing where she would accidentally burn her fingers and she would know it's when she was burning herself out at her job. And there was a card in one of my decks that because of her represents specifically someone leaving a job. And so there was a time 
where I was in the kitchen before readings, and this was not today, but a few months ago, mm-hmm. and I burnt my hand on the toaster, and I was like, why the fuck did I just burn my hand on the toaster? It's not like a habit for me. And I immediately thought of my friend, and then I thought of that card, and I was like, I bet if I use that deck in my first session today, I'm going to pull that card, and the person is going to be thinking about leaving their job. And that is exactly what happened. And then we were talking about that. And then I go into my first session today and then I pull that card and it's someone who's got movement going on in their job. Like, it's so funny. It's inception. It's Mm -hmm. like, (laughs) it's like you talk about it and then you talk. It's like, oh, it's like that. um, I don't know if it's a meme or just a picture where it's like someone looking in the mirror with a mirror behind them. And it's just like a continuous mirror. Mm -hmm. And like, eventually you're just looking into a picture of like a hundred views in a mirror. Absolutely. Yeah. I I often wonder if, I don't know if it's both, because I don't even think it has to be either or. Like when we think of cards so much like that, am I magnetizing it out of the deck or pulling it out of the deck by Mm -hmm. thinking about it? Or am I tapping into knowing that I'm going to pull that card? Yeah. Or is all of that happening at the same time? I don't know. Yeah. I think about that all the time. Um, I mean, I, I don't do readings on a professional level I do them for myself but like with the vial sometimes I'll be my eyes will be drawn to like a certain vial at the beginning of a session on a random random like um page of my vials and I will will pull it and I'm like did I do that because I just looked at it or did Mm -hmm. I look at it because I knew I was gonna pull it but it's always something that resonates like really deeply with the um the client mm-hmm. patient person that, yeah. that I'm that I'm doing uh work with it's, yeah it's often like not just a random card it's some significant theme yeah for sure mm-hmm. yeah I don't I really don't know the airplane flying over us is confirming yes that we are air risings yes <laughs> and it's rising we could probably <laughs> We could probably loop on this forever yeah. and never come to a conclusion. We have, yeah, like on that, I was thinking about that. <laughs> I was also thinking about how many inside jokes that we already have from living <laughs> here. I've been here a week and we just keep looping on those too. Yeah. You've always been interesting to me for a lot of reasons. I started that sentence weird. but <laughs> <laughs> It sounds uh, like we're on, a, we're on a first date. I know. And... Um, I'm like someone who was in your like eighth grade math class and then we've like had scattered classes like throughout the time and then we went to college together but you never really talked to yeah. me. We moved and then away we, for a while. Yeah. And then we met on like Bumble, mm-hmm. right? And then you yeah, I reached out first, um, but you were always thinking about me and then mm-hmm. wondering if you manifested this from eighth grade math class. That's the type of conversation this is right now. That is exactly what happened, everybody. That is exactly- <laughs> That's how we met. There's a story. <laughs> um, it's not, but it probably is somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was thinking, though, you've always been interesting to me. Oh, God, I started the same, it started <laughs> the same shitty way. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Because you like your job, and you're not trying to become a full-time I don't even know what to call it. You know, a freelance occultist, yeah. um, not correct terminology either. But yeah. that's always been really interesting because most people that I talk to, it's the opposite. They like, hate it. Yeah. They hate their job and they want to become a reader. I think that the only 
Um, I mean, not the only part about my job because I work in the medical device field and that means there's a lot of paperwork because the FDA wants to see a lot of proof that what you're doing is safe. What's they like, would not like BDR. God, no. They would. Um, they definitely would not <laughs> like BDR. But um, the one thing that I don't love about my job that if I could change one thing is just that it is like set it's not set out as set hours as um it used to be since we're we have more flexibility working from home but there's just like we constantly have to meet to make decisions and we have to work like specific hours you know if we have meetings during Mm -hmm. the day and that's I think a big thing that I would change and also give myself another month of vacation time but other than that and a general like um what I do I enjoy what I do I believe in the products that I work on and I get to solve problems all day and feel smart and cool and like learn new things about like the physical reality and how things work which has always been interesting to me Mm -hmm. like I love figuring out how things work I love like puzzles and putting pieces together and finding out new information and I'm I'm never really bored at work so it doesn't surprise me that the modality you've been drawn to sounds like computer programming yeah (laughs) yeah it may have been drawn to me it was like wow i think this would work and i really need her to get like helping people already so maybe (laughs) this will help Mm -hmm. yeah i really suggest all of you listen to the original episode Alyssa and i did i'll put the link for that in the show notes but Alyssa told a really amazing story about your first like meaningful experience with bdr yeah with your grandmother right, and um, how you got into it. And I think that's, it's just really incredible to hear people's stories and how they find these things because out of context, it always sounds like, oh, you found this thing that seems weird and now you do that for other people. And it doesn't make sense to people, but when you hear those first meaningful stories, it's powerful. Yeah, it was super. Like my experiences to start were super meaningful. And, you know, I think that, um, going on your podcast at first kind of jump-started me really realizing that this is something that I should at least not maybe not like pursue isn't the correct word but like bring to people because I the amount of people who have reached out to me after after that I was like okay what like if for me to hold this back is actually doing a disservice to others so mm-hmm. I'm always looking for new ways to to like bring this modality to people and it's not it may not be, I mean, it can be like, um, some, some modalities it feels more like therapy and like it's fluffy and like I, I hold great space. It's just, it is a bit more efficient where like we're working through like a bunch of different things yeah. and, and like the programming is happening on an energetic level, um, where like it may take days, months, weeks, years to work through like a specific program if you're doing it, you know, the long way. I think it's like like instead of doing math by hand you're doing with a calculator Mm -hmm. that's a great way to put it wow yeah i was also thinking too it's kind of and this might make no sense so you'll have to tell me yeah it's kind of like energetic cupping oh yeah because you for those who don't know what cupping is it's when you put some people do ceramics some there's glass Mm -hmm. or some wooden these cups with a heat inside that kind of pull your skin away Mm -hmm. from the muscle tissue yeah it causes more circulation and oxygen to go to yeah, I'm, I'm not a cupping person, so I'm not explaining this. The reason I'm bringing that up is because what you do with the vials, it's like you're bringing up all these things that 
people probably knew was going on with them. Yeah. But it's bringing it up to the surface to their attention. And that's what people do with like trigger point therapy as well. Like you are acupressure or all these yeah. different things where it's, it's bringing your brain's awareness to something specific in the body. Yep. To have energy and focus and um, oxygen, all of that go there. And same one with like even the scientific studies that talk about how you can direct air in your body when you breathe to go mm-hmm. to different tissues. It's really cool. So it reminded me of that because of yeah. the efficiency and just like bringing things up to the surface. Yeah, I love that. Even if like the energetic aspect is doubtful to people, the fact that certain things come up right. is the super yeah. undeniably cool part. A hundred percent. And like healing can happen on, on so many levels. And um, even just like you said, having having it brought to your attention that sometimes we don't even know what what our patterns are are actually programs that we've adopted from you know our parents society carried with us from past lives generational it is like surprisingly easy to have a massive blind spot in a place for people and i think it's really like i think there's a lot of um things that you can do on your own to delve into your own journey of like self-discovery and healing any trauma and i also think that working with other people helps you see those blind spots Absolutely. Yeah. It's one of those things where, you know, therapists don't do therapy for themselves. Yeah. And then readers oftentimes end up needing to go to other readers to have people help them see their blind spots and all those different things. I feel a lot more comfortable working with like coaches and therapists who also have coaches and therapists. <laughs> like, yeah. If, if I have, if, if I have a therapist who doesn't think that they need a therapist, I'm like, you know, I don't know about that. I think we all just need to be in one big circle of therapy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm excited for all these new modalities that people talk about. Yeah, I am too. And I'm excited um, because there have been people in my life that I, like family and really close friends that I, you know, um, will bring this up to. I I am not a person who, who like will shove anything down anyone's throat and I almost need to be asked about it before I bring it up so Mm -hmm. like there's been times where things have have come up or like people in my family or friends have been having issues and I'm like hey let me let me try this thing and what I say to them is let's let's just like play a game of make-believe where it's where it's real you know just for like 15-20 minutes and the things that have unfolded in in their lives has been really um really profound and really beautiful and it's been really really amazing to see people that I never thought would like have any belief in that um even for five minutes be like wow my headache went away or wow I've had massive changes happen in my life Mm -hmm. it's incredible yeah it's really cool I need to look through the, the all the different vials you have. Yeah, look through my vials. Mm-hmm. And I also have a big book of all the vials that I could potentially order. So we should um, we should ta- uh, tag team that book and pick my next order together. That'd be so fun. Yeah. It just occurred to me as I was sitting here that I could look at them all. Oh, you can look at them all. You can touch them. You can talk to them. Yay. I'll yeah. sing to them. Yes. I would love that. <laughs> Alyssa's face changed just like <laughs> dramatically serious like, Yes. <laughs> it wasn't me. It was the vials. <laughs> yeah. The vials are excited. Have you have you told me that you did the vials on your cats yet? Or oh, that... I haven't done it yet, but it's definitely on my list of things to do. I did it on my dog because she had a lot of health problems. Uh-huh. Um, and I've done it on 
ghosts. But that's another story. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, just kidding. So my, I'll tell it now for the people. So okay. my, mom, my mom is a medium and oftentimes when she has, when she has like random spirits come to her, she will have me do sessions on them so that they can clear out any of their like trauma that they're holding onto so that their next life, they don't have to carry it with them. Where was this when I asked about the paranormal? <laughs> what <laughs> the <laughs> fuck? This is what happens when you live a, re- a really ridiculous life. Like it just seems normal to you. I didn't even know anything about this. Yeah. I can't believe that. Oh my gosh. Can you give an example? Are you comfortable with that? I'm trying to think... It happens on random when I'm with her where like spirits will just come to her. But I know there was a woman who had, um, who came to her, who, who was like, oh, there was like, okay, so whatever, had a lot of issues with dating. And I kept being like pulled to all these like specific types of guys. And my mom, um, I went to my mom and she was like, okay, there's this woman who's trying to live vicariously through you who died in a car accident. And she's like really trying to like get you to be in a relationship so she can be in a in a relationship so she was able to kind of remove her energy from my energy and was talking to her and i had the vials with me so she was like yeah just try like um we'll just like do a session and again no one told me i can't so i just assumed that i can and i think a lot came up about like self-acceptance and the vial your inherent foundational nature which is a lot about seeing your seeing your true self and like loving that and accepting that that is who you are um a lot of that came up and she was able to like see the energetics of that spirit like change in real time which was cool that is incredible this is just what we do (laughs) i'd never even thought of doing something like that wow yeah it's cool it's really cool work i um now that we mention it i would like to one see if my mom is free any any time and see if I can work with her because she she does like readings for people Uh like mediumship readings and I think it would be cool to combo with her and and just like see if there's like I don't know I think collectively yes like all of us on this earth plane could use healing but like how many people have ancestors who could really use healing Mm -hmm. all of us us. yeah Yeah. any person says they don't is lying and you're carrying a lot of that I mean based on my beliefs like we're we're all carrying what is in our ancestral line so if we can if we can send healing you know like higher up down the line maybe it's a little bit less heavy for us to carry now Mm -hmm. here like in our day-to-day wow thank you for being on the podcast and sharing all of that and definitely ending with a bang at the end there that's so cool yeah yeah parent i'm like my whole life is parent i guess paranormal now Uh so i can't specifically pick out anything to talk about until it just like blobs out of my mouth my favorite is when i have people or talk to people and they're like yeah nothing weird's ever happened to me i don't believe in any of this stuff and then by the end of the time they're just talking about the ufo they saw that has haunted them for 20 years yeah yeah oh besides this like one Mm -hmm. really crazy thing yep (laughs) besides those two years of my life that i completely lost time yep and was gone and my family didn't know where i was and i was in the woods yeah but totally normal Mm -hmm. and it was like five minutes for me yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's life (laughs) that's life i think we just weren't two people that get into bits sometimes when we start talking i'm realizing that and it's like i don't know how to end these (laughs) i know i'm like i'm like is she gonna end it do i end it who says we're done (laughs) well where can people find you and what are you offering 
Oh, wow. Okay. So I have um, two. I have two Instagrams, but I think the one where you can find me easiest is the message in a bottle healing one. There's a period somewhere in there. So I Anna can just link it. <laughs> link it. So I have a few different types of sessions with the vials that I've discounted for uh, the time being because I just want to work with people. So reach out. Um, I have, I do sessions on um, like one-to-one. I also do relationship sessions. I've done um, sessions where I work with the energetics of relationships with people. I can help you um, align with, uh, or at least move out blockages from your energetic field with whatever timeline you're trying to line up with. So I offer that right now. I have jewelry, um, which that's a whole nother Instagram, but it will be, I'll let Mana link it. It's called Mermaid in the Moonlight Designs, and I make crystal jewelry on there, and I also make custom pieces. So if you are very interested in earrings and you want a custom piece with or without a sigil, um, I do that. And then right now I have a few specials going on, I think still um, should have them going on, where I am doing like a mini healing with a sigil. Um, that I will send to you. So, you know, lots of things always changing. Check out the Instagram, reach out to me. I'm more than happy to answer any questions. Don't you have a website? I have a website. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is me just not, ha- not having um, my brain on a hundred at all times. So I have a website also, and it is mermaidinthemoonlight.com. And you can find both my earrings and um, places to book on there as well. I know I spent like weeks making a website and it was supposed to be this like big whole thing and now I just don't even mention it. (laughs) (laughs) Pay for it monthly, but. Mm -hmm. Um, The whole time you're talking, your cat is about to jump on top of your lamp. Charlie, it's not the sun. It's just a lamp. (laughs) This cat is like a moth. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. Mm -hmm. Well, if you'd like to find me, you can find me at mothmana.com for information on readings and a gallery of my digital art. I am currently booking for the month of March. Uh, and you can also find me on Instagram at mothmanatarot, Twitter at manaalen. And if you like the podcast and would like to join the hordes in my Underworldian city, that's patreon.com slash mothmana. So thank you again for being here. I'm going to turn off yes. the mic and continue to live with you. 